you can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation. Transnet is, alongside ESCOM, the single most important company in the country in the sense that its responsibility is to really ensure that goods and products can move in and out of the country. And obviously, given the fact that South Africa exports so much goods and services to international markets, it is important to ensure that we can be always be in a position to make those exports happen. Unfortunately, over the past couple of years, Transnet has indeed struggled to get the right volumes to be exported and moved across the country. The consequence of that is that those businesses that are actually reliant on Transnet to move their goods across the country have struggled to do so. A lot of them have lost revenue. A secondary consequence of that is that because Transnet has not been able to really deliver on its mandate, we have seen an increase in the reliance on alternative transport mechanisms like the trucks that we see on the road. That, of course, has got other dire consequences in relation to the road infrastructure and the fatalities that we see there. But to sum it all up, the consequence of Transnet's underperformance is simply that the economy itself is dragged into a standstill in the sense that the revenues we should be collecting for uh, uh, from taxes we do not get them and obviously when all of that is working in a tandem it simply means that the country's economic output is much lower than what it should be so it always, it's always important to keep track of what happens within the transnet business uh, Kaya, with regard to uh, Sizam Zimela's uh, departure, if we look at uh, Portia Derby as Transnet CEO also announcing her departure uh, not so long ago, how is this likely to uh, impact, especially in the immediate term, uh, Transnet freight rails operations and leadership and Transnet overall? So Sizam Zimela ran what is regarded as the heartbeat of the Transnet business, the freight business. It really is the core uh, business uh, uh, unit within the the Transnet stable. And of course, the underperformance of that business means that even if all the other units perform much better than what we expect them to do, you'll probably still say on an overall basis, Transnet is not performing. So getting the right leadership within the TFR business is a matter of fundamental importance. What we do know is that from the moment she started in April 2020, there's been a mix of internal and, of course, exogenous factors that have clearly crippled the ability of the business to operate at the right levels. We do know that we had the July unrest, which then had the implication of actually affecting some of the transit infrastructure. But even before then, we already knew that issues around the security of infrastructure across the country needed to be resolved. What we also know is that even when you look at the fleet of Transnet, it has been in dire need of replacement and update. And unfortunately, the crisis of yesteryear is that when they did buy a lot of locomotives, they ordered 1,064 locomotives many years ago. That then got entangled in the state capture phenomenon to the extent that even today, the locomotives that have indeed been delivered are quite simply not able to be used optimally because we cannot even get the space to be delivered. So the sum of those actually had a material impact on the capacity of the TFR business to even meet its own um, mandate. And I think, obviously, when you look at Porsche's role, Porsche as the group CEO 
would have been responsible firstly for identifying Cesar as a type of executive that she wanted to support her and that is what she did in April 2020 when she was hired and of course as a CEO you are then responsible for the collective uh, performance of your executive team and I think in this instance it really hasn't worked as well as anyone would have wished over the past three years so the the, ex the exit of the CEO and the CFO and indeed the CEO of the TFR business have become inevitable particularly since December last year, when you saw one of the most important stakeholders in Transnet being the Minerals Council, essentially taking a drastic step of writing to the board to say, guys, enough is enough. These are definitely not the right executives to, write, to run this business. So looking at what's happened here, uh, Kaya, uh, with regard to uh, just uh, the uh, factors, shared factors between Mzimela's resignation and um, uh, Portia Darby's uh, resignation as uh, group CEO, are there any links here, any connection? Uh, or is this simply a matter of, you know, they were dealt a hospital pass to begin with and were simply not able to fix uh, this particular entity? Well, there are the business links, if you want to call them that, in the sense that the business units that they presided over quite simply were not performing. So what that simply means is that if one had to say to the board, show us what the performance contracts are and what the performance indicators were for these executives, it was very clear that they never met them. So there was clearly that a particular dimension. But also a very important development in recent weeks is that the Minister of Public Enterprises did actually come out and issue a directive to the board to say, guys, I think you as the board need to look at the executives that you have, look at the business that Transnet is supposed to be doing, and then answer the question of whether these are the right executives for that business. So obviously from the moment that happened, it was very clear that the board could only come back with one answer that says these are not the right executives for this entity at this particular crisis moment. Uh, easy to blame the executives, isn't it, Kaya? But uh, does it solely come down to them? Again, going back to the state capture phenomenon and uh, Transnet as a site of, uh, you know, one of the sites where state capture, you know, was really brought to the fore. Uh, again, uh, is it only the executives who should take accountability here or should it extend beyond them? The executives are accountable for their own performance parameters and performance indicators. And the one thing that is possible is that we are able to draw a clear distinction between the impacts and the implications of state capture, which is probably something that you would say was uh, nipped in the bud, if you want to call it that, at Transnet at the beginning of 2020 when Porsche joined the CEO and obviously when she appointed all these other executives. The point of that is to say that I do not think that the board of Transnet is unable to make the decision distinction between what predated them, the historical legacy issues versus what has happened in the past three years. So any objective assessment of their performance would take into account what exactly it is that was within their control executives, what it is that they committed to doing and how well they had performed in doing that. And I think obviously when one does look at the legacy of what the state capture phenomenon did, it definitely decimated the capacity of the business to operate as optimally as it needed to be. But that doesn't mean that any executives can sign up for any of these jobs and simply say, well, whenever something goes wrong, I'll simply say that there was one state capture. There is indeed the possibility of drawing a distinction between what one is accountable for versus what one cannot control. And I think boards are well within their rights to be able to make that decision. 
distinction. And in the Transnet case, if you make that distinction, it's clear that in the past three years, these executives haven't met even the parameters that they're fully accountable for, even if you discount the impact of state capture, which of course we don't want to do, but we do have to be able to hold people accountable on the basis of what they said they could do when they joined. And of course, um, the unions were not happy uh, under their stewardship uh, at the helm of uh, Transnet as well. Uh, Those issues well documented. Uh, But what next, Kaya? Uh, What should uh, stakeholders and the public at large be looking out for in the coming months in relation to Transnet's leadership and, of course, the operations of the entity? Well, the most important thing to remember is that one can never go wrong with low expectations. And in relation to this, unfortunately, the big elephant in the room remains the role and the the, the, the over amplified role of the Minister of Public Enterprises in the decisions around the executive leadership of this entity and ESCOM. The problem that then emerges is that, unfortunately, the track record of the minister in really addressing these crisis moments by making sure that the processes of finding the right executives are done as seamlessly as possible is not a particularly good track record. We do know that even the ESCOM position has been stalled on the basis that he didn't like the way in which the board conducted the process. The crisis here is that this is not an organization that has lost one executive, but it has lost its three top executives. So one would hope that in this particular instance, even the minister himself will have the presence of mind to acknowledge that we absolutely cannot afford to have the same type of bureaucratic lethargy that he's become famous for in filling the positions at all these other strategic entities. Transnet is simply far too important to be left to the minister's own timetable for these positions to be filled. Kaya Sitole, thanks so much for your time. Independent analyst uh, Kaya Sitole there uh, speaking to us and uh, analyzing for us the latest developments at Transnet with uh, the uh, uh, Transnet uh, freight rail uh, CEO, uh, Sizam Zimela, uh, tendering her resignation. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 Nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.